Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. We're with you every lunch hour. Happy to be here again. Uh, we will talk about Nebraska football uh, moving forward, what we kind of saw in that game, and uh, some other stuff here. But I did want to uh, go ahead and, and uh, pay our respects to to a tragedy that struck college football uh, here within the last 24 hours. Three Virginia football players have been killed. An ex-player is in custody um, they uh, actually, it was a field trip that they were coming home from, went on, and we're all in the same bus. Um, apparently, the sex football player uh, started opening fire. Two other students were also injured, um, but uh, not too much of an update there. But uh, really st- tough stuff coming out of Charlottesville. Um, so, uh, tough day for college football, tough day for Virginia Cavaliers, but uh, hopefully, you know, everybody can can rebound and get through it and, and obviously get close together through that. But uh, that's kind of the big news in college football today. Thoughts and prayers out to the, the Virginia football program and all those those kids' families and friends and anybody else involved in that tragedy. It's just senseless tragedy. It didn't need to happen. But I'm, I don't know, man. It, that just sucks. Yeah, and there's no never a, a very good way to move on to the next topic. But, I, you know, it, it's something that – um, if you haven't heard, you know, it's, it's something you probably wouldn't, would like to know about. So I did want to bring that up uh, again, Nebraska, uh, falling this past weekend, uh, 34 to three to Michigan falling to three and seven officially, um, not going to be bull eligible this year. Um, and it's, it's interesting. Uh, we'll get to the text here in a second, but I'm, I'm very interested in just kind of where Nebraska fans are with another week ahead, which I'm sure and already kind of has been of uh, coaching search watch and, and all that stuff that goes down. And it was just kind of interesting on the, on the captain show where, um, the, you know, they still have a, a strong belief in Mickey Joseph um, and, and maybe want to see him retained as head coach. And there was several fans that, um, you know, I should say, you know, people that, that text in that were on board with that. And then there were there were several that, that weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is I think it's kind of getting to that way. In my own opinion, I think it's I think that his resume that he was was a, be able to set up might. I mean, the decision making might be coming around the corner or needs to be zeroed in pretty soon. So it's it's interesting if he could beat Wisconsin or Iowa. It might be too little too late to, to calculate that too much if you're Trev Alberts um, in your decision making process. Um, so I think he's he's kind of got what what you know what we all have seen so far in the Nebraska program. And um, you know I, I felt this was never a fair chance again for Mickey Joseph. It's never fair for any interim coach. I mean they're they're taking over uh, kind of a struggling uh, situation and. Yeah, you're you know? never given a good chance, a yeah. good shot if you're taking over as an interim coach. And honestly, as a, I've said it before, as a as a new coach to a program, you're never really taking over a good spot. Right. Uh, there's very few instances if somebody's moving on to a better job because they've done a good job of where they were, or if somebody's retire the possibility that somebody's retiring while the team is still good. Those are really the only two options. But if you're um, taking over for a for a football team, a basketball team, whatever sport, because somebody was fired. They're usually fired because they're not doing a very good job. So wherever you're taking over is left in a in not the greatest situation. But Mickey Joseph was handed the keys to a car with no doors and three flat tires. <laughs> there was very little to work with uh, with this Nebraska football program, and he he found two wins 
almost, I mean, he started with a loss, but, you know, a lot of people, including myself, we don't really count the Oklahoma game. That was, you know, a week after the firing. You're still getting things settled. Started off his his tenure as the interim coach with two pretty good wins. I mean, a a double-digit win against an Indiana team that, not the greatest, but, you know, still a power five team. Uh, And then a top ten defense in Rutgers, and you find a way to squeak that out with some amazing uh, clock management and just some, some... timely touchdowns um to go along with some some timely defense uh played by by the huskers in that one but like i said he, he was handed the situation in a, in a terrible spot and unfortunately um in order to to probably get the head coaching gig i, I don't think he's going to get it and i you know you you guys know i've, I've been on the mickey train as oh, well yeah. i i don't think he's going to get it unfortunately just because of the spot he was put in and the thought of you know with his quote-unquote lack of of coaching experience at least as a head coach um that he needed to win some games and unfortunately he hasn't been able to win games with a team that many people didn't predict to win many games um but Going into the situation and coming out of it, I hope that he's retained in in some sort of manner with this team. I, I think that he's you know integral in the in the future success of this program, whether it be as the head coach, whether it be as a position coach or or a coordinator or whatever. Um, but I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Dang it! But it's just it, it might. I mean, maybe the losses are piling. Yeah, up. Yeah, the losses the losses piling up, and and you know the the. 30 plus point loss to Michigan yeah. doesn't help the <clears throat> the close losses to Illinois and Minnesota with the lack of offensive firepower coming from you know earlier in the season when your offense was on fire and your defense was struggling now your defense is doing you know not on fire but your defense is doing yeah. really well and your offense is struggling and on the offensive side of things I mean not much has changed so that's a big question mark as to why that's happening what's going on there your quarterback situation you, we've talked about that where you're losing people left and right it was an impossible situation that was made worse as the season went on for Mickey <laughs> Joseph Oh yeah, and, and again too. I I think with his with this opportunity that he's gotten, you know, maybe it will lead to opportunities down the line. And and, and I'm not saying it's over. I mean, he might still be the choice that Trev ultimately goes with. It just seems like his chances as maybe being one of the top three favorites or one of the top five favorites They're dwindling seems to be dwindling a little bit. But again, I mean, just look at, uh, you know, Dante Williams, Dante Williams, who had the interim tag uh, last year at USC. Now there's rumors out there at Colorado. So just kind of getting your foot in the door, you know, maybe whatever he does next, hopefully, like you said, it's at Nebraska one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have no doubt that he's moving up in the coaching field, coaching community uh, and, and should get an opportunity here down the line. I just don't know if it's quite yet because, you know, from what I was saying from the beginning, I usually like to stick what I say eventually, not let things sway me, <laughs> is that he would probably have to somewhat overwhelm and and get a couple wins that were that would be surprising to you um, to kind of put himself on pace with these other guys that have Power 5 coaching experience. And just because of where Nebraska's program is, it feels like a, it feels like a spot that you don't – you know, there are certain times where it has worked for Nebraska in the past. It's worked for other teams in the past um, that you just hope that the next up and coming coordinator or in this case, you know, hot recruiter, whatever, mm-hmm. can turn into that next guy. But then there are other times in the program where it feels like, man, we just I think they just need a guy that that has a proven experience, whether it's Big Ten experience or program building experience that you're not, you know, taking ads much of a swing. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, I still think that there are things that 
that are on Mickey Joseph's side as far as player retainment and stuff like that, um, certainly recruiting. Um, but even that's kind of strange because I was thinking the other day about Pop Watson. Pop Watson is very, uh, very clearly a Mark Whipple guy. Yes. So, and that's that's a big part of your class before any year. You need you need at least one quarterback. Yeah. Now that we've seen the quarterbacks at Nebraska behind <laughs> Casey Thompson, I feel like it's even bigger. I think there's probably. I mean, I'd be highly surprised if they if whoever it is doesn't go to the portal to get somebody. I mean, if you want to talk about smoke and fire, I mean they they offered a quarterback last week down in I believe it's down in Texas. Did they? Um. So I you know. If you if you want to read into that, that's something that you can read into. Uh, I don't I don't really want to dive any further on that. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. they did offer another quarterback when they have one committed to this to this class, and he is a uh, 2023 quarterback. So there is, you know, that uh, smoke or fire or whatever you want to call it uh, going on with the recruiting class. Yeah, uh, so we'll see. I mean, it's it, there's still a lot to, left to be said, and and I, I still think that. More than likely, we're not going to get an answer till after the Black Friday game. Uh, maybe that Saturday. That's so maybe that's Sunday. so weird because I mean I get it if it's a sitting head coach, right? But if it's you know whoever else that isn't doesn't currently have a coaching job, why would you wait until after Black Friday to make that announcement? I mean I I understand. I, well, I don't understand what the pros would be, but I know what the cons would be, and that's you know not getting ahead on on recruiting, not getting ahead in in the transfer portal, not getting ahead in you know establishing establishing yourself with the current team that you have, and keeping you know people who you deem as very important from leaving the transfer portal, or or you know just being done with football. I don't know if somebody has an extra year of eligibility left or something. Um, those are a bunch of cons to not naming your head coach right now. Well, it I don't know what the pros would be. Well, it might have been, too, that you wanted to wait until it was, you know, you don't, you don't want to hire a coach and then Mickey goes out and beat Michigan, and then, you know, you're kind of stuck in this, like, oh, well, maybe we should have waited. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, I get that. I think you're but, kind <laughs> of at that point now to where... But you could name your head coach, and even if he beats Wisconsin and Iowa, I mean... Yeah. It, it, that's that's great and that's fantastic and that just gives you even more of a reason to, to you know to back up the Brinks trunk on his Brinks truck at at his front lawn, but if you're if you've already made the decision to not go with Mickey, I don't know why you wouldn't name your head coach already. Well, and I think there's a very strong possibility he's, that 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 person is still coaching if they've gotten to it because I agree with you just have for the leave. most part. If it's a Matt Rule or an Urban Meyer or whatever, just have somebody leave. that's not coaching. If they're coaching now, just leave your school now and get here. <laughs> yeah, that's possibility, right? Show us that right? you care. That's what we need. You can do that, right? I don't know if you can. I mean, I don't know if you can in your contract even, but. I don't see it done often. I don't, I don't think that's a very respectful thing to do. You don't want your new coach coming don't care in. About, don't care about respect. I well, just wins. What about how much he cares about the players in his locker room? Bring them with you. You want him just to leave his Yeah, all of them leave. All of them enter the transfer portal. Well, and the transfer portal is going to be crazy this year, specifically for Nebraska. I think it's another year that Nebraska is going to be looking for an identity. I have a um, transfer portal take that I want to get to in the leaving. next segment. Okay. We'll it's, wait on that. It's, it's kind of a big one, and it's – the the reliance on the transfer portal and the amount of faith that people put into the transfer portal is very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get to that next year. We got one more segment before the happy hour. The ticket water cooler coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket.